Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. I hope that you are doing well on this beautiful day, and I am so excited and honored to connect with you. So welcome to the show. This is the Awakening Her podcast, where we talk all about manifestation, developing your intuition, stepping into your soul's purpose, and ultimately creating slash manifesting the life that you are meant for. So I am so excited to all the new listeners and all of the beautiful seekers that come back week after week. Thank you so much for sharing this moment with you, with me. (laughs) I am honored to share it with you. Thank you for sharing it with me. And to anybody that is new to the show, welcome. This is your new favorite podcast. We dive deep into manifestation, the law of attraction, and what it really takes to create the life that you are yearning for. And so we cover a lot of topics on this show because the life that you know you're meant for The life that you see in your mind's eye is the one that is meant for you. Those desires, those dreams, those visions you have have been placed there on purpose. And so what it takes to step into that, to claim it, to evolve, to expand into what it is that you want is more than just simple traditional law of attraction techniques, right? That's why on the show, the topics we move into are things about developing the intuition and connecting with your spirit team and stepping into your soul's purpose. And a huge amount of you beautiful seekers, a large amount of seekers, of light workers, of old souls, um, are empaths. So a lot of us are empaths, which is a huge part of who I speak to. It's what I am as well. So if you're an empath or a highly sensitive being, if you find that you feel deeply and you can pick up on other people's emotions or the energy in a room, you can really, you know, maybe you're interested in body language or you detect things. I always like to use the example where you're at a party and maybe when you're leaving, you say to your friend or your partner, you're like, did you notice they were really off? And if they're like my husband, they might be like, no, I didn't notice anything. Not that he's not incredibly perceptive in the 3D and a loving, compassionate human, but I'll be like, what? They were so off. And he's like, oh, I didn't even notice. They said they were fine. And that's what it's like to be an empath is like you pick up on stuff. We also absorb negativity and other people's junk, their energy. It feels thick. It feels heavy. We can often feel when we walk into a room, it's like, whoa, right? Or empaths also are usually deeply connected to animals and connected to nature because we feel the energy of things. So I talk a lot about being an empath as well, because manifestation is totally different for us. And this is also a beautiful episode that ties into that. I'm not focusing on empath specifically, but incremental manifesting, showing up for yourself, practicing the sort of atomic habit style of things is a beautiful way for empaths to manifest actually very quickly. So we're going to dive all into that today. 
but just welcome to the show. I am excited you're here. If you are new, my name is Talia Joy. I am an intuitive. I am a channel. I am a mama of three and a dog. (laughs) I live on Vancouver Island on the West coast of Canada. I've been doing this for, I believe we're entering our ninth year. I don't exactly know where I started and where the calendar is to figure it out, but (laughs) we are very close to that. So it's really exciting. I've been doing this for a while. I started out doing nutrition consulting. It's a, it's a long story. I talk about it in the show, but I started out doing nutrition consulting because I had suffered with an eating disorder for over a decade. I decided that I wanted to help people went into helping, you know, women with nutrition and realized that that wasn't exactly what I was called to do. I'm very to health and I think nutrition is very important, but I wanted to go deeper and I wanted to help people discover why they were holding on to weight or why they had an eating disorder or why they, you know, couldn't be in the body in the health that they wanted. So I gave up my license because you're definitely not allowed to talk about that kind of stuff under your traditional nutrition consulting license or nutritionist, you know, certification. So I gave up that and I walked away and did intuitive eating. I had a business called Food Buddha. A lot of you remember that. It's super fun. Talked a lot about intuitive eating. So it's a big part of who I am in my personal life still, food, nutrition, health, intuitive eating. Um, But again, I wanted to go deeper because I started to get sick of just talking about smoothies and salads and veggies. I was like, yes, these things are so important, but it goes so much deeper. Why can't you, you know, move into that? health you want? Why do you feel disconnected or whatever it was, right? And I really was starting to get into law of attraction more and more and more. I broke free of food Buddha and went into another business called the good feeling life, which was about the law of attraction and manifestation. And at some point along the road, I just gave up the business name and went back to who I am so that I have the permission to flow and change as I evolve, because all these things are important to me. Health. I've been learning a lot about healing the body releasing weight that is held on through emotions. Let me know if you'd be interested in hearing an episode about that. Um, Chronic illness, healing, as I said, nutrition, fasting, like I've been into all these things and I think they all serve a beautiful place. And so that's still who I am. Also, I'm obsessed with the law of attraction, but as my business has gone on and as I have grown, I just have realized that again, there's so much more. And if you're here in the show and you feel like, first of all, you resonate with this stuff, you're, you're listening, you feel called to me, my voice, this, this show, you're an old soul you're a seeker, you are here for so much more. And so as my awareness grew, I realized that none of us are really here just to get, I should clarify, none of us that are listening to the show (laughs) um, are here to just manifest the money or just make the physical changes. We get to have that and you can have that stat. However, you are here for transformation. You are here for alchemy. You are here for soul growth. You are here for expansion. You have gifts within you. You have intuition within you. You're here to remember why you're here. You're here to do the healing work to expand your soul while also doing the manifestation work. And they work together. Manifestation without the healing, without the energy work for someone like us falls flat. That's when we get stuck in just trying to do more journal prompts and like really feeling like the law of attraction just doesn't work or it works for other people, but not for us. It's because we're not addressing the part that your soul is calling you for. 
So I've been talking about this a bit lately, and I find this so fascinating that when we desire something, there's two things simultaneously going on. And this is, this is for everybody, but by the time you're an old soul, it's like your soul is calling you to wake up and really pay attention to this stuff. But when you desire something, your soul wants something and your head or your human self wants something. So say you want, this is all in the intro. This is hilarious. That's me. That's what happens. Say you want to, you know, lose weight or become in your healthiest body, your head All we can do is attach it to things like weight and size and centimeters and working out and food plans. Like that's like the head goes like, okay, how are we going to do this? Like, let's create a plan, which I'm not against plans, but your soul say in that example, your soul is calling you to learn how to love yourself, to learn how to love and care for your body. It's teaching you how to listen to your body. It's teaching you to lean in to more self-care and listening. So it's, you know, there's two things going on. And for the empath and for the old soul, we can't just go forward with the physical manifestation and expect it to come. When you decide, declare to lose weight or to get into to your healthiest frame and you start, you start taking soul led actions. And I'm going to talk all about this. We're going to go so much more in depth. You're acting from a soul point of soul growth, learning how to show up for yourself, but you're also nurturing the physical, like drinking more water and maybe shifting your diet. If there's something that's not working for your body. So again, we're going to get into that, but I just find it so fascinating how, when you manifest, There's two things going on, that physical drive and desire, and then the soul yearning that is underneath it. And that is something over time that has become, I've become aware of. They've showed that to me, that new level, because spirit just keeps showing me more and more, the more I grow. It's the same with you, right? It's the, it's like when the, when the student's ready, the teacher appears and it's that, but it's also like when the student's ready, the lesson appears or the medicine appears, right? Because we become more available for more as we go along our journey. So I go wide, I go deep, but I also love like your traditional law of attraction and talking about manifestation because we do need to nurture all of these parts. So today we are going to dive deep into incremental manifesting and what this means and how we can do this. So I am a big believer in this Atomic Habits style. So Atomic Habits is a book by, I believe it's James Clear, right? who talks about basically small actions every day. People call it aligned actions. I like to say incremental upgrades. That's the saying that I use a lot. And I believe that this is actually the only way that we truly do manifest. So I am all about quantum manifestation. That is something else that, I mean, that's what this podcast was built on. I didn't even mention that in the intro, but with quantum manifestation, you take quantum leaps. I absolutely know and believe that quantum leaps are possible, but here's the thing. It's, it takes a lot of incremental upgrades to come to the place where you're ready to quantum leap. Because if you said, Talia, how do I quantum leap into more money? I'd go, you need to quantum leap into the energy of the version of you that is already a millionaire or has lots to give. So if I just said that, like, all you have to do is quantum leap into the energy Bye. you'd leave going like, what? Like we have to learn actually inside. It's not just a cognitive learn. 
What does that mean to step into my most abundant energy? What would it be like to not be in lack? Okay, well, we have to heal the lack mindset. So then you go into some healing work. What did you learn about money growing up? Like it goes so deep that you can quantum leap at any time, but we can only quantum leap into what we are ready to quantum leap into. So I invite you on this show to stretch and to get into that place of belief and faith and worthiness and higher energy. And on every episode, I take you on that journey of activating those higher levels. Cause that's what I do. I activate, I'm an activator for you and for the people that are called to my medicine. I'm definitely not an activator for everybody. <laughs> I'm not everybody's cup of tea and that's okay too. But you can quantum leap as much as you're ready for, but before every good old fashioned quantum leap is 50 or a hundred or 500 incremental upgrades and said another way, an overnight success is 10 years in the making. And so I want you to number one, know that it's the little things that you do that make more of a difference than just the big things that you do. That's why I did the, um, and why I'm currently doing, you can check the link below the manifesting for empaths 31 day challenge, because 31 little actions makes a huge leap at the end of the month. Even if you only did 20 of the 31 everyday incremental upgrades actually create the quantum leap. So every upgrade is made of a whole bunch of, or sorry, every quantum leap or leap or growth spurt is made of a whole bunch of little things. Think of even a child. If anybody has, you know, if you have children or if you've been around children, they go through growth spurts, but it's not only growth spurt to growth spurt. There's also a lot of little growth inside, even to the point where I don't know the science on it, but I'm sure like their insides or their bones and stuff are like growing. And then the spurt happens to like fill out the space or create more space. And so it's kind of like, there's, there's so much that happens under the surface. You get it. So incremental upgrades, are you doing tiny things? People talk about habit stacking, which I'll talk about in a minute and doing physical actions and doing energetic actions that move you towards your goal every day. And I believe that this makes sense. So I'm first of all going to talk to the head, to the brain. If you know about neural pathways or the science of creating change, we need to not only have repetition, we also need to start to believe in ourselves. We start to gain confidence when we do little things over time. When we have no confidence, we don't believe in ourselves, and we're expecting ourselves to just always take giant leaps. Then we let ourselves down and then we feel shame and then it's much harder to get back on the wagon, right? If anybody's dieted or said you do a savings plan, like the more times you let yourself down, the harder it is to pick yourself back up. And that is just true on one level. I mean, on many levels, but on one level, it's the brain. The brain gathers proof and then shows you that proof. So if you go, no, no, this year I'm actually going to lose weight. The brain goes, what about the 20 years prior that you haven't? And I know it hurts and it stings and like, it makes me go like, Oh, I know, <laughs> but that's exactly it. We have to start to build back our confidence with ourselves, start to build back our faith with ourselves. And this is where it really gets juicy. And this has been a phrase that has been coming into my life in the last, just like month practice showing up for yourself. It doesn't become about doing the plan or about reaching the goal. What you actually want on a soul level and what will result in the physical results and manifestations is 
practicing showing up for yourself, practicing moving towards your goal. One thing that I do for myself, and I've done this for a long time, I think it's really beneficial, is I don't put a cap on what deems me successful or not. I, I don't look for ways to punish myself. So I even had this situation where with a client, well, it wasn't, a, it wasn't like a situation, but I had a client um, a bunch of months ago and she said, I'm doing this, I think it was like, I'm doing this 21 day yoga challenge. And at like day 10, I got sick and I stopped and it was like six days. And she's like, do I start again or do I just keep going? And I'm like, you fucking keep going. The way that spirit shows me is like, don't punish yourself for getting sick. Or even if you just stop doing it, if it vibes you up, then start again. If that was your clear answer, like, no, no, I'm going to start again and do it. And that motivates me. Then that's for you. But otherwise we don't need to punish ourselves when we don't show up. So what this means is like, I have this ability to go like, okay, I'm going to work out every day this week, or I'm going to basically, I won't even say workout. I'll say like, I'm going to go to my yoga mat every day this week. That could be a workout with weights. That could be stretching. That could be laying on it with some gentle twists and some breathing, maybe a little bit of core. It could be randomly in the day, setting my timer every hour and doing like a yoga flow or two just for a couple minutes to get my energy moving. I practice showing up for myself, but without the rigidity, without the rules, without all of the ways that I could fuck it up. That's the part where humans get so bent out of shape. And I want you to think about what you want to create. You want to create something, but you also want to create it from love. Because that version of you that has lost the weight or created the business or made all the money or found the soulmate or created the freedom lifestyle cured the body. That version of yourself has not demanded perfection from herself. She's actually been way more compassionate. So I like to say this, the, the, the difference, one of the biggest differences between the you when you've manifested your goals and the you now is that she is much more kind and loving and compassionate to herself. And I know we want to think, no, 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 she's more driven and she's more this and she's more that. She may be more focused or she may have a system where she like works out and she, you know, is creating content and she's doing all this stuff, but it's built through love. It's built through compassion. So what does this mean? Okay. So practicing, there's the physical and the energetic. And I ask myself, what is something I can do to move forward today toward my goal? What is something I can do? So I look at, I'll go through the process in a minute about like, what do I want? And then exactly what you do. But there's the physical aspects of what are some things that I can do to move forward? Actually, I'll just go through it now because it feels right. So think of what do I want? And I'm going to use two examples. I'm going to use one example of making more money and one example of body health or goals, just because I know those are a lot of people's examples. But think of the thing you want. And it would be really good to turn this into a journal exercise to write this down on a piece of paper, because when you get flowing and you're like creating columns and you're scratching things out, you're putting arrows and stars. I love that shit. That's like where I get like really creative and flowy and make a mess of the paper. So I want you to write at the top or think in your mind right now, if you're driving or doing whatever, what do you want? And then you go, so there's one side or one pillar or one column that is the physical actions This is where we start incrementally creating new habits. We start um, putting things into action physically. So say, I'm going to use the two examples, making more money and body goals or whatever, body health. 
So what are 10 actions, 10 micro actions that you can do in the physical to help you create more money or help you to become healthier in your body or lose weight or heal? So number one, some of the things you could do is if you're wanting to make more money, you could learn about money management. You could learn about money manifestations. You could dive into your like manifest, like your money blocks, looking about that online and questioning. You could, of course, go to your bank and hire or work with a financial planner. Maybe you could go to someone who has their really their finances organized, or you have good friends you could talk to about this stuff and be like, how do you guys save? Or how do you blah, blah, blah. Maybe something's been called calling you like crypto or passive income. Maybe it's like drop shipping or selling your art, um, starting to put your stuff out there, starting to go on Etsy, starting to, you know, put your offerings out into the world, talking about your business. Maybe there's seasonal work you could do. Maybe there's, you know, using your skills in some way, um, that, you know, maybe someone had offered you a job, you could circle back. You could also start praying. You could start opening up to spirit. I like to say I am open to new possibilities for income. I could start noticing the abundance in my life and using money manifestation tricks, right? So anything from very tangible, like, oh, I could look in those bank accounts I don't use anymore. Oh, I could, you know, look and see what my RSPs are at or my stocks are at or whatever, I could sell that stuff I'm not using that's in my garage. I could do X, Y, Z again that I did for a couple of months when I needed to make money a few years ago. There's so many things when we get resourceful, there's so many things that we can do to move toward our goal. Again, physically, if it's body health or say it's losing weight, what are some things I could do? I could go for a walk most days. I could get out the rebounder. (laughs) I could plan out some beautiful, nourishing, filling, like plant-based meals or healthy meals for the week. I could just this week or just today, I could eat more veggies. I could buy a nice bunch of carrots and eat them raw. I could drink more water today. I could drink more water right now. I could hollow the juicer and make one juice or a smoothie or a soup that's really nourishing. I could get out the herbs and spices again and get into making curries and nice, beautiful, antioxidant rich meals. I could crack open the cookbooks. I could start walking with a friend. I could ask my friend who's lost weight or become healthier what she's been doing. I could go to acupuncture. What are some things I could do for my body health? Maybe I could get a massage or go to the chiropractor or join a class online or in person. I could start doing yoga again again, really like this is just off the top of my mind. Of course, not all of these are going to be for you, but look at when you start thinking about all of the possibilities of micro actions that you could do. And I want you to write out at least 10 for the things that you want to do. So then the flip side of this is how do I want to feel And in regards to this goal, so if you want to make more money, how do I want to feel, right? I want to feel abundant. I want to feel free. I want to feel generous. I want to feel spontaneous. I want to feel like in abundance versus in lack. I want to feel secure. I want to feel excited. Um, I want to feel like safe, like I've got savings or whatever, right? So again, list out five to 10 of the things that you want to feel. If it's health, I want to feel maybe again, it's freedom, (laughs) freedom in your body. That's freedom is such a big one for me. It comes into like every single aspect of life as being one of my core values for sure. 
So freedom in your finances or sorry, freedom in your body. Maybe you want to feel again, safe in your body, flexible. Maybe you want to feel agile. You want to feel secure. Like you're not going to injure yourself. You want to feel light. You want to feel strong. You want to feel capable. You want to feel confident. You want to feel like your posture, you know, whatever that is like upright. I want to feel upright and presence and present and, you know, um, shoulders back. I want to feel confident in my skin. I want to feel hopeful about the future being in this body. I want to feel free from the pain or from the ailments. So I know that like eight out of 10 of mine are always freedom, but thinking of those things you want to feel. And then next to that, those five to 10 top things that you want to feel for the thing that you want, what are actions that make you feel that way? So this again becomes a practice where, okay, so say for the body, I'm just going to go with free um, and strong. Maybe those are two key things. And again, there'll be more, but just for examples. So then what are several things that I can do that make me feel free? or even free in my body. Okay. Having a bath and like floating, going swimming in a lake, um, walking around my house naked or walking around my house in my comfiest, baggiest clothes with no bra, (laughs) going outside, going in the forest makes me feel free in my body. It feels really nice. Taking deep breaths, drinking lots of water, Hmm, what makes me feel free in my body? Stretching, yoga, going for like little runs or like short bursts of fast running. Um, meditation makes me feel free in my body. I just get light, more rest. Okay, right? So with the money, how do you want to feel? Well, we could go into free again, um, or we could go. So I'm going to say free and financial because this is also really fun and abundance. Maybe I want to feel abundance. So I want to feel free in my finances. So one thing I can do is focus on the dollars that I am spending and being grateful for them, realizing that I'm powerfully choosing to buy things, whether it's a coffee or paying my phone bill and acknowledging it in that moment going, I'm choosing this and I'm grateful that I physically can pay this, whether it's overdraft or credit card or just coming out of your bank account. I'm doing it. I am paying it. So that makes me feel more free, more in charge, right? Or maybe you can go around. This is one of my favorite hacks for at the grocery store and going like, I could literally buy anything in here. And I don't mean I can buy everything in here. I mean, one item, what is the most expensive thing at your average grocery store? I'm not talking whole foods. (laughs) I'm talking, no, I'm just kidding. You could do whole foods, but what is the most expensive thing here? Really? I could probably buy one of the most expensive expensive thing because what's it going to be like a prime rib or, you know, a big pack of toilet paper. I don't know, but I could buy anything in here. That makes me feel free. Maybe it's buying my friend a cup of coffee, coffee, because it feels like I can be generous and free, but really it's only, you know, four or five bucks. What makes me feel free? I like overpaying my bills. So I'll overpay by even $2. That makes me feel free on my phone bill to overpay. Um, So then looking at abundant, I want to feel abundance. Okay. How can I, what types of things make me feel abundance or abundant looking out at all the leaves on the trees and seeing all of those leaves and seeing that that is the true definition of abundance from the universe an abundance of leaves an abundance of nature. What makes me feel abundant looking at all the things I do have in my life, the things I do have in my house 
looking at all of the food in my fridge, even when my kids say there's no food, there really is. <laughs> looking at the shoes I have, the clothes I have, really appreciating that abundance, really realizing that I have more than most people in the world, even though it feels tough, I am blessed and I do have a lot. Seeing the crystals and the plants and, and the pets maybe in your home, that is true abundance. Feeling the abundance in your heart, really being aware of the abundance of things as I talk about, the abundance of clothes in your closet, the abundance of journals and books and maybe even tea bags in your kitchen or coffee grounds, like really even be silly with it. But no, there's an abundance around you of everything. What makes you feel abundant? Being giving, being generous, tipping well, bringing somebody a gift, making somebody food, hosting a dinner. What makes you feel those things? Splurging and buying yourself a $150 Lululemon pair of pants or whatever it is for you, a nice new winter coat that you don't skimp on because you're worth it. What makes you feel abundant? Investing in yourself, buying yourself the things you truly want or the nice fabrics that you want. Again, it's not buying yourself all the things you want because maybe sometimes you can't. That's why you're desiring more money, but you can take yourself out for a meal or you could order yourself that book to be delivered or buy a beautiful pair of pants or a nice silk scarf or, you know, something that makes you feel taken care of. So, okay. I'm going vibey, which is great. This is all to show you that all of these little things that you can do add up more than you can imagine, because there's also something in the laws of the universe called momentum. We know the law of momentum here on earth. You, you know, roll a snowball down a hill. I like to use the example of a car in neutral on a hill in San Francisco or wherever it's going to gather momentum on a swing. You're going back and forth. It's gathering momentum as you're falling and you go up and then you start coming down and everything is momentum. So as you make incremental upgrades, this is really important to understand. The universe comes and meets you with its magic. And when I ask spirit, like in this moment and any other time that I ask spirit, how much magic does it bring you? Is it that you make one step, the universe makes one step, or you make one step, the universe makes 10 steps. And they laugh because that's my brain trying to figure it out. Silly human. But what it is, is they say is you take one step and they meet you exponentially because they meet you in many different ways. They meaning spirit, your spirit team, your guides, your angels, the universe, the power that creates your manifestations. You make a gesture for yourself and they recognize how big that is when you do show up on your yoga mat or you do start you know, drinking more water or being kind to yourself. When you do start creating the bravery to start the business and putting yourself out there and trying things, when you're doing the deep healing work and it's uncomfortable and you're releasing and you're going there and you're clearing your channel, they acknowledge how much and how big that really is. And they meet you with miracles. They meet you with celebratory and rewarding vibes because they understand how big it is. So continue to practice to show up for yourself 
more than you're just trying to show up for the plan or for the goal or the kind of go, go, go. Like I've said before, 2023 is not about the go, go, go. This whole next chapter coming up, 2023 and beyond, it's about getting into alignment and watching miracles happen. So the alignment though, this time is not just trying to do things or it's about who you're being with yourself. And when you learn how to show up for yourself. So for an example, when I'm wanting to become more strong in my body and come into harmony with my body, that might involve releasing weight or building muscle, but really it's about being in that healthiest frame, feeling fully expressed, feeling safe and free and strong in my body. As I was giving those examples before, this is actually me. This is actually what is going on. I have this intention in my life right now, a deep prayer, and I'm in it right now. It's not just January 1st. It's like been the theme for the last few months. And when I realized through communicating with my mentor and spirit, and when I realized that it's not about working out five days a week, or why did I eat that this, or why do I, you know, I should cut out this, or I should do this cleanse. What I realized that spirit was really calling me to do was to show up for myself in love with myself and my body. So the energy of practicing showing up every single day. So some days, as I said, I just lay on my yoga mat and breathe because maybe I was in pain and it felt nice to lay on the floor, or maybe I just needed space. I needed to calm the nervous system. I've been practicing showing up for myself and my body every single day, but I'm so open to what that looks like. Some days it's meditation, some days it's a long shower and clipping my toenails or really good flossing, doing a mask or whatever else. Some days it's I'm drinking soup or eating soup all day because it feels really nourishing. Other days it's a full on sweaty workout or running around the block with the dog or going on a long hike. Or some days it's been getting a massage or going to a spa or buying myself a beautiful new tea and calming my nervous system and praying slash meditating over my tea, feeling how it feels in my body, that deep connection to me. And by pivoting out of the energy of, I have to do the plan, what yoga should I be doing? What workout should I be doing? Should it be core? Should it be this? Should it be that? I released it all. And I said, my commitment is not to the plan. My commitment is to me and my body. So my body one day is going to want an Epsom salt bath and the next day might want to work out or we might want to flip those, maybe the workout and then the Epsom salt bath <laughs> functionally. <laughs> Some days it's a shower. Some days it's a yoga flow or a meditation or all these examples I've said. So you have to start incrementally upgrading, incrementally taking action in the directions of your dreams. And you want to be doing both. So remember the whole part of what are the physical acts I can do to start this business. I've been wanting to start a business. Maybe this is what some of you are saying, and I don't know how. Seriously, Google, how do I get a website? How do I start a business? Start listening to podcasts. How do I start a business as a healer? 
type it in, hire somebody or watch YouTube videos or follow hashtags, read a book. It's really the time to take the action. For me personally, one physical part is I have had this book in me that you've heard me talk about. The amazing part about it is I've realized that what the book was actually meant to be was not ready to be birthed a few years ago. So the extra nod to just be compassionate with yourself. Cause I've been saying like, Talia, you got to write a book in my mind for years. I've started and stopped. I've written 30,000 words and then aborted it because it wasn't ready yet within me. So now it's like, okay, your book is like, yep, we're ready. So what I've done is this physical action is one day a week in my calendar from January until infinity. I have a section of my week that is always book writing and it's a few hours and it's just in. I've started looking up, like, how do I do a proper book outline? I got a, I'd, I'd used an editor for my daughter's book. Um, yes, my daughter's book. I'm sure I'll share about that at one point. <laughs> She's 12. It's pretty awesome. Um, and just saying, Hey, do you also edit like spiritual and self-help? And like, I'm going to have a book within the next year that I might need help editing and, you know, just starting actions, taking incremental actions. This is not the time to sit back and go, I don't know how to do it. If you say it's really important. Um, there's a, they're showing me right now, like there's this thing where you can call it pitches to the universe. You can call it just like taking any action and you take an action forward and it leads you somewhere else. They show me that everything you do creates more opportunities. So even if it's sort of a wrong move, quote unquote, you'll still learn something, or maybe you join a webinar and you don't end up joining the program that the webinar is offering, but maybe in the webinar, you got some really good stuff out of it. So it's kind of like start Googling. The algorithm will take you in places. You'll start getting ads or asking people that have done it. Of course, listening to podcasts, doing that, just start learning, start taking actions, small actions, Googling something action, watching a six minute video, that's an action. Drinking a glass of water, that's an action. If you want it bad enough, there is a point where you go, am I willing to do new actions? Knowing that it's not all about action, but you can't also like, um, uh, ignore taking action. So we really need to balance both. It's the yin and the yang, right? It's the ebb and the flow. It's the light and the dark. It's both sides. We need to do both. So first and foremost, taking incremental upgrades, it helps your brain to get on board. You start practicing showing up for yourself. You start practicing. It's basically like practicing consistency, which is so funny because we think that we'll get consistency once we learn how to do the thing. Or, or once we commit enough, but we actually have to learn how to be consistent. So just have it in the energy of, I can't mess this up. I'm just going to go like the yoga challenge thing. Like I might do it two days in a row and I might forget, but you just pick up and keep going. That is one area that they show me that humans self-destruct is we judge what we do. And then we create a whole big spiral when you didn't even need to. So if you do something for a week and then fall off, just get back at it and go, yep, still the energy of every day. It doesn't really matter, but 
it's the energy of showing up every day. And if you spiral out and feel shame and feel really hard on yourself every time you don't, that will not help you. So continue taking incremental upgrades. Start doing things like association with physical actions. So if you want to drink more water because you're on a health journey, if you're on any kind of journey, just start drinking more water. (laughs) It will help you even with your intuition and your energy and your digestion and your health and your pain, all of it. Um, but you can start, like I always fill up a bottle of water before I go in the car and I make a promise to myself, whether I'm taking my kid to ballet or I'm going into the city, I will say that this bottle has to be done by the time I get home. Or if I'm drinking more water and I want to drink three liters a day, I think for Americans, that's almost a gallon. I have a bottle of water, like a stainless steel water bottle. That's a, that's a liter. So every time I drink it, I'll put a hair elastic on the outside, or I'll put three on in the morning. And then as I drink, drink one, I take one off. So I see how many I've left things like that to like move you along, set timers on your phone to breathe or be mindful or know what you're what you're grateful for. Just take little steps. And in some ways, the littler, the better, because here's the other part about the brain. As I was saying to you, when you go for big things every day, I'm going to work out an hour a day. They go, well, it's your ego. They go, no, you're not. (laughs) no, you're not like, you're just not, and you haven't done it before and you're going to let yourself down. And there's this whole thing. So if you just go, I can work out for this seven minute video. I have a beautiful app called fit on. There's no affiliation. I don't get paid, but I love it. There's videos that are like seven minutes of like taking a break from the computer or a little yoga flows. And I say to myself, seven minutes a day, I can practice showing up for myself for seven minutes a day. And then I do it and I do it and I do it. And if I don't do it, I just fucking move on and go, well, I'm still in the energy of every day. Don't get hard on yourself. That does not help because the whole flip side of what you want to manifest is how you want to feel. So by getting hard on yourself, I guarantee you on that list of how you want to feel in your body, in your life with your manifestation, none of there, none of it says be extra hard on myself, be mean, be cruel. I want to experience extra shame, extra guilt, extra resentment. No, we are healing those things. So as you don't show up for yourself, bring healing energy to it, which is compassion and understanding. And you go, oh, well, shrug and move on and come back to your next incremental upgrade. So the brain starts to create new neural pathways of belief. It starts to see proof. As soon as you start getting any results, like you start saving in your savings plan, or you start feeling better in your body after just a couple workouts, or your skin starts clearing up from drinking more water, the second you get some reward, your brain now is like, okay, there's reward. And again, momentum picks up. Um, and it becomes much easier to stay with the habit, especially when If you fall off, you don't get hard on yourself. You just come back. You just look at it like you come back. I, you know, I just, I'm going to say something that like me, I hope it doesn't get in the way or offend anybody, but sometimes with like, say someone's recovering and they have to count every day they're sober and then maybe they have a slip up. I think half of the people maybe do need to start at day one again and go like, no, I slipped up. Now it's day one again. But I always think of those people that were sober for like three years and they have one like drink or one night and then they get back on the train and they have to just actually go all those three years were meaningless. 
I just think it's like, we, we don't have to be so mean to ourselves. And again, I have so much honor for sobriety and the journey and everyone has to do that differently, but don't look for ways to be mean to yourself. I know there was a time I quit drinking and I didn't drink for like a year. And then when I had a drink, I was like, Oh gross. I don't really want it. And then I went another year and I don't look at that one day as like everything was gone. But again, I wasn't in the same position as an alcoholic or anything. So I'm not looking to offend anyone, but the, the message here is acknowledge how good of a job you're doing instead of looking for reasons to cut yourself down because, and I want you to hear this. If you've made it this far in the episode, kudos, this is going to be like powerful creating new habits and manifesting new things is a journey of worthiness. It's a journey of healing, of believing that you are worthy of these things, that you are worthy of money and health and being in optimal vitality and freedom, that you are worthy of this, that you are good enough, that you can do it. That is energetically almost the whole actual journey of manifestation. So that's why practicing incremental upgrades starts to show you that you are worth it, that you are worth showing up for, that you are worth creating a new, you know, reality for, that you are worth having a business or getting your voice out or losing weight or healing your body, becoming all that you are meant to be, which is all that you already are. But that is the journey of worthiness. Your brain has to believe that you are worthy and safe in order to manifest what you want. You have to believe that you can do it. So every time, that's another reason why every time you don't show up in this perfect way, you cut down your worthiness, which actually leads you to believe that you are worth less, therefore are not worth the manifestations. It reiterates and reinforces the narrative that you are not worth this, that you can't do it, that you're unmotivated, that people like you don't get to do this, that it's fine for everyone else, but not for you. And that's just not the case. So as you're going on your journey, you take a sip of water as your incremental upgrade, as your practice, as your atomic habit. And you drink that glass of water and you say, I am worth this glass of water. I am worth searching how to start an Etsy store on YouTube. My dreams and desires are worth it. I get to have what I dream of because it's meant for me. I'm worth it. I can do it. And it's going to happen. As you eat new meals or move your body, I am worth it. I am worth it. I am worth it. I am doing an amazing job one step at a time, one step at a time. And I will get there and fuck it. I can do it. So the analogy of one step at a time, the saying, the medicine of a micro action is everything that is what creates the manifestations. Every single manifestation is made up of the micro actions beneath it. And I want to leave you with the metaphor of standing at the bottom of a mountain and looking up and desiring to be at the top of that mountain. And when you look up, you go, holy crap, how am I going to do that? And literally the only option for you as a human to get up that, that mountain is one step at a time. And for any of my hikers, my nature lovers, it's never, I mean, of course there's crazy hikes, but when you go one step at a time, you can take breaks, you can take rests, you can enjoy the viewpoints, you can stop and have a snack. You will still get there. 
if you take one step at a time, and in fact, the person that tries to run, unless they're like an athlete that does this all the time, they will run and they will do a short amount, you know, they will go for a little bit and make a bunch of distance in a short amount of time. And you're going to be like, oh man, they're so much faster than me. But then you will meet them up above huffing and puffing and needing to gather their breath as well. And there's no wrong way to do it. Do it in sprints, stop and take a rest or do it one step after the other. You'll get there at almost the exact same time. And it's not a race. Most of the journey of incremental upgrades is practicing showing up for yourself, practicing putting yourself first, practicing believing in your dreams, practicing knowing you are worthy, practicing stepping into the energy of that which you want to manifest, the energy of that which you want to be. That's what it takes. So practice showing up in that energy versus just trying to hustle so hard. So I want to hear you write down those 10 things, those 10 physical micro actions that you can do to step into your goal. And then the list of things that you want to feel by manifesting this goal and what types of things make you feel that and practice doing those as well. Practice doing the things that make you feel free. Practice doing the things that make you feel joy, that make you feel ease, even if they're completely unrelated to the goal, because the actual goal is showing up for yourself and cultivating that energy in which you want. And that itself results in the manifestation. So you can't mess this up. So practice moving toward what you want in physical and energetic incremental upgrades. You will get there. It's the only way that things are created. Okay. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I hope this inspires you one step at a time. Keep moving forward. You're doing such a great job. If you want to check the show notes below, there are so many beautiful things, including free gifts, ways to work together, all the upcoming offers. I have some free events and workshops. I have the monthly get unblocked workshop. There's always the manifestation coloring book and lots of other beautiful things. So make sure to check the show notes below, at least for those free meditations, because they're pretty incredible. So (laughs) I will see you in the next episode. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I genuinely hope that it helped you. I hope that it resonated and I hope there's something in here that you can bring forward into your life to help you manifest more. So if you want to keep this party going, make sure to come find me over on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. And to anyone that takes a screenshot of themselves listening to the show, post it on Instagram, tag me. I will send you a free gift. I can't wait to connect. Thank you so much for being the type of seeker you are. Have a great day. Thank you.